1: for me. I will
0: of this human condition is that we fall short. We make mistakes. We don't always get it right. To put it quite frankly, we sin. We do. If we dare consider anything else, we are just fooling ourselves, and quite frankly, we're not even doing that. So now it is time for us to confess those sins, so pray with me. God, we push back when we are called to reach out. We often share our judgment instead of our compassion. We see the struggles of others and we are more inclined to blame than assist. We hide our pain rather than expose our vulnerabilities. We acknowledge today that we are consumed with self. We can be so self-absorbed. We focus more on me, mine, and I than being concerned with all. And we even go so far as to use your words to dismiss, disregard, and discount the plight of others. Forgive us, God, and hear our silent prayers. Friends and family, God's forgiveness is one that we do not deserve, but it is made available to us. The good news is that in the name of Jesus Christ, we are forgiven, called to forgive. Love called to love. Let us live in peace with God and one another. Amen. Our scripture reading this morning comes from the New Testament. Second Timothy, chapter one, verses 16 through 18. The scripture reads as follows. May the Lord grant mercy to the household of Onesiphorus, because he often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chain. When he arrived in Rome, he eagerly searched for me and found me. May the Lord grant that he will find mercy from the Lord on that day. And you know very well how much service he rendered in Ephesus. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Family and friends, this morning for a moment, I just want to deliver a message, God willing, with the title, A Friend in Need. A Friend in Need. His name is Darren. His name is Darren. Darren Wallace, to be exact. He lives in New Jersey. He was my best friend. We grew up together. We went to high school together. Darren, we were kind of the jocks, right? Darren was the wrestler. Charles was the basketball player. We both did some track and field events. Uh, We loved sports. We loved hanging out. We loved doing what teenagers did back in the early 80s. Darren wasn't just a friend though. Darren was what I would call my boy. Now, please understand the terminology here. If I were to call you my boy, that's my boy, that's deeper than a friend. I don't know if there's levels to this or what, but if I were to say that's my boy, that's a whole other level of friendship. It's almost like he is me and I am him. You cannot separate us. That's my boy. And you didn't just call anybody your boy. So Darren and I had a special bond, a special friendship. Him being my boy, that was a term of endearment. It was affection. I loved him. He loved me. Come to think of it, I don't know if we ever said it, but I know we did. See, being my boy put him in a place, in a position that very few people got to occupy. Very few. But Darren, that's my boy. Darren is that person that knew everything about me growing up. Everything. Everything. Everything, the good, the bad, and the ugly. If I was doing it, if I was thinking about it, if I was a part of it, if I contributed to it, Darren knew and Darren knows. Even after I left Jersey, we parted ways, we we grew up, we went different directions. Not seeing Darren in over 30 years, I still to this day call him a friend. If you were to ask me, Charles, who are your friends? To this day, he's still, I start with Darren. Start with him. A few years ago, we connected on Facebook. What a good day that was. We picked right back up. You ever have a friend like that? Haven't talked to in years, and then you connect. It's like, we just were talking yesterday when really it was 10, 15, 20 years ago. That was Darren and myself. Picked right back up. Turns out Darren's daughter runs track. My son, D, many of you know, he runs track as well. Well, a couple of years ago, I'm in North Carolina at our national track meet, and I'm sitting in a stands cheering my son on, and I look across the stands, and I see this figure. And I'm like, that can't be Darren. Can't be Darren. And I get close, like, that is Darren. The hug was incredible. The tears shed. The smiles beamed. I I, I got to see my friend, got to see my friend. And as we parted that day, as we parted that day, Darren looked at me, he says, man, it was so good to see you, so good to connect with you again. I miss you, brother. I said, I miss you too, man. He said, remember, I got you. And we parted ways. He said, I got you. Now, understand those three words, I got you. There's a translation there as well. When a friend, when your boy tells you I got you, that can mean I got your back, I got you covered. I'm standing by your side, I am there with you. You don't have to worry about anything. You can rely on me, you can trust me, you can count on me. Darren, for me, was always a friend in need. Friendship, friends. I've been thinking a lot about friends lately. I wonder who calls me a friend. I wonder who I call a friend. I I I wonder, do you just need friends when you're a teenager or in school or do adults, do we need friends? I mean, is friends a kid's thing? I mean, do I need a friend still right now? Do you need a friend? Do we need friends? There are many thoughts about friends, so many quotes out there about friends. I wrote down a few that I've heard over the years. You know, everybody isn't your friend, be careful. How many parents have said that to a child? (laughs) Will you be my friend? Can can we be friends? I thought we were friends. Will they be your friend on a rainy day? Oh, oh, Oh no, they're not my friends, they're just an associate, a colleague. Keep your enemies closer than your friends. A friend will stick closer than a brother or sister or sibling. My friend, let me tell you a habit I have. When I sign off on emails, even on some social media posts, or even when I'm in the gas station or the grocery store, when people hand me my change or talk to me, I'll say to the cashier, thank you, my friend. I appreciate you, my friend. I have found that I call a lot of people my friend. But are they really my friends? I use that word pretty generously. Do I really mean it? Do I? Yeah, I've been thinking about friends and friendship lately. And other than Darren, I want to share another example with you and maybe a couple of lessons that we can learn, including myself, related to friends and friendship. And we can find it in today's scripture. person by the name of... Onesiphorus, Onesiphorus. Remember, over the summertime, we are delivering messages using little-known characters and names in Scripture. Lucas had this brilliant idea to do this, and I love it. Now, y'all got to remind me next time I see Lucas, though, I got to talk to him, because it seems like every name I find, I cannot pronounce. (laughs) So I'll deal with that later. I spend more time practicing Onesiphorus than I did writing my message by... (laughs) So I'm going to say it all day because I figured it out. (laughs) But Onesiphorus is a friend in need. In this letter, the Apostle Paul, now the Apostle Paul is the author of this letter. And in this letter, he shares the faithfulness of Onesiphorus. See, Paul's in jail. Let me give you some facts. Paul's in jail. He's in prison. There were many people that turned their backs on Paul. They were a friend the day before or the week before, the month before, but up, um, you're in chains, you're in jail. Who, Paul who? I don't know, you know. Paul's that person that calls a family for, with a collect call from jail, and they're like, nope, don't answer that call. Where's my friends at? Who wants to be friends with Paul when he's in jail? Onesiphorus does. See, there's three things that Onesiphorus did that I think we could all learn from when it comes to being a friend, a friend. If you look back at the scripture... It says very clearly, I want to read it because it's important. It says, because he often refreshed me. He ref- Paul said, he refreshed me. A friend in need refreshes. A friend in need refreshes. What does that mean? Now, now don't think in terms of food and beverage. You can if you want, and there, there's a place for food and beverage and refreshments. Can we have some refreshments? But this is deeper. The friend that refreshes, excuse me. The friend that refreshes here is not about the stuff that he's giving Paul. It's about him giving Paul himself. Let me say that again. He's refreshed by the visits. He's refreshed by the support. He's refreshed by the presence of his friend. Folks, I believe that many of us are in a situation where we are in need of friends who give of themselves, not stuff. We don't need more stuff. We don't need more gifts. We need that level of friendship that when they show up at the door, their hands may be empty, but their hearts are full. We need that refreshing friend. Have you ever had that refreshing friend just being in their presence? It's okay. That friend, that friend, when you're in pain, they don't even have to talk. Just sit with me. They don't have to have the right words to say. Just hold my hand. The friend that when you're crying, they don't ask why, they just start crying with you. Refreshed. Have you ever been refreshed by the presence of a friend? Have you ever felt refreshed from the call of a friend and just to hear that voice, even in the midst of trials and tribulations and challenges? My friend not what they brought, just who they are, my friend. It does something to us to know that someone is there for us. It does something to us to know that somebody is there for us, a friend in need. I'm gonna share something with you. I asked a question earlier and I'm gonna tell you right now because I can't wait till the punchline. Friends aren't just for kids. Friends aren't just for kids. We need friends. We need to be friends. We need the refreshment of friendship. The refreshment of friendship. We need to give it and to receive it. Onesiphorus is a great example because he refreshed Paul. And then the second thing he did, if you look back at the scripture, the scripture says, he was not ashamed of my chain. He was not ashamed of my chain. This one, I got to tell you, it moved me a little bit because Paul was imprisoned in chains. Onesiphorus was not ashamed of his chain. When I read that, I was moved because when I go back to Darren, when I told you Darren knows everything about me, y'all might be a little bit better than I am and your walk was probably a little bit different than mine, but uh, I got some chains in my past. Got some baggage out there. Maybe you might call it an issue. I, I, I got some things that I might not be too proud of. Some things that under normal circumstances, I really wish people didn't know that about me. The, the, the chain, if, can I hide it? Can I, can I hide it? You can see me, but not my chain. Paul said, Onesiphorus was not ashamed of my chain. You know what? We may not be in prison for treason against the empire like Paul. But the truth is we all have some form of a chain. Metaphorically, chain being that baggage, that thing holding us back. That thing that has us locked up sometimes within our own minds some spiritual and emotional chains that still are clanking around. When we walk, we can hear them. Call it an issue, call it a baggage, call it whatever. But we need friends in our lives who are not ashamed of our chains. And we need to be a friend who is not ashamed of the chain that our other friends carry. See, it's bad enough to be imprisoned. It's bad enough to be in chains. But to be in chains and deal with the shame of a so-called friend magnifies it. It becomes a double sentence. A true friend is not ashamed of your chain. And don't you be afraid and ashamed of anybody else's chain. A true friend. Chains, scars, challenges, history. An old reputation that just won't seem to bow to my new reality, chains. Your friends need you, chains and all. You need them, chains and all. Let's be a friend with each other and for each other. And remove the shame of everybody's chain because the truth is we all got one somewhere. And the third thing that Onesiphorus did, and then I'll be out of your way, that I think we can learn from. Number one, he refreshed Number two, he was not ashamed. But number three, and I love this one. Scripture tells us he searched and found Paul. He searched and found Paul. He looked for him. See, I, I'm, I'm not sure it was easy to find Paul. I, I did not do extensive research, but I guess that the, the directories for the prison weren't that good. I, I, I would guess that he wasn't easy to find. I'm sure there wasn't some number or website he could easily go into and put Paul's name in and find out where he was. He had to search for Paul. He had to look for Paul, but he found him. Onesiphorus had to put forth the work and effort to find Paul. We hear stories of long lost friends and using the internet and other devices to find people. And that's a beautiful thing. What I am finding is that a friend in need will search and find their friends. A friend in need will search and find their friends. Now let me take this to a whole nother level. Sometimes to search and find our friends is not because they're physically lost. The fact of the matter is sometimes we got friends right in our presence. They're not physically lost, but emotionally and spiritually and otherwise, they are struggling. Sometimes we get lost in being unforgiven to ourselves and we put ourselves down, we beat ourselves down, we condemn ourselves, we overly criticize ourselves. We wear ourselves out. We tell our stories, negative stories about ourselves. We become our own worst enemy. We get lost in our self-judgment. We get lost in that criticism. And sometimes we need a friend to get in there and pull us out. Please come find me. Search for me. You may see me in your presence, but I am lost. The friend that tells himself that self-deprecating story over and over again. You can see the beauty in it and they can't. Sometimes the word is just going to that friend and saying, I see you. I hear you. I value you. I love you. You are better than the story you tell yourself about yourself. You need to know that. I'm telling you that as a friend. Search and find our friends. Some of us get lost. We get lost in our jobs. We get lost in our work. We work so hard and we work and we work and we work and we're lost in that work. And every now and then we need a friend to come and pull us up and say, stop. You're putting some other things at risk. Your marriage, your family, your children, your health. Pause, take a break. Let me search for you and help you find yourself here. Sometimes we get lost in the pain of loss and we lose our view of the joy and beauty that's still in our presence. Life has some painful moments. There's some times of grief. There's some times of challenges. There are times we don't feel like moving and we need to be reminded there's still good in this world. There's still beauty in this world. There's still a reason to get up. Let's search and find. A friend in need searches and finds their friend. Some need refreshment. Someone needs to know that we are not ashamed of their chain. Someone needs to be found. Let's refresh each other. Let's not be ashamed of our friends' chains. Let's search for and find each other. Let us all be a friend in need. Because, as they say, a friend in need is a friend indeed. Amen.
1: Left you we never left you that day, we never left you, even though you felt far away, couldn't hold you, but you didn't wanna be here.
0: Let us pray. God, we call you creator, we call you divine, we call you love, we call you peace. We also call you friend. Give us the compassion and heart and patience to be a friend in need. We proclaim what a friend we have in Jesus. Let us also have a friend in each other. May we refresh and be refreshed. May we not cast out nor receive shame. May we seek and find and also may we be sought and found. Friendship is work, equip us for that work. Friendship is challenging, prepare us for that challenge. Friendship is uplifting, remind us of its beauty. Friendship is encouraging, help us to be there for each other. Friendships are necessary. Increase our capacity to truly be a friend in need. And hear us now as we pray together the prayer your son taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation,
1: joy of human love, brother, sister, parent, child.
0: A friend in need, be a friend, reconnect with old friends, let's make new friends. I want to be your friend, let's be each other's friends. Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit rest rule and abide with us henceforth now and forevermore. Let the church say amen, amen, amen. 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 Go in peace.